we'll start that. And we'll start that. And now we're just waiting to hear a dink. I didn't hear a dink, but it says we're live. Apparently, Google Plus has done away with dink. But, yeah, uh, the little yellow thing on the top corner says live. No, actually, it says live. They don't oh, want live. They don't want live any, for today. Right. They don't want any corpses on um, uh, camera. Uh, that's so right. that's just letting you know the requirement is that uh, now you must be living. Right. But uh, yeah, what what what's up with that live and live uh, being spelled the same? I don't know. That's I, just it is weird. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, English is our primary language, so we just kind of say, "Hey, you know, I knew that difference when I was, you know, three years old." You, you, you know what? Fuck English. I'm. You know, I've, I've had enough of these silent e's. You know what? I. I I I will stay silent no longer. It is it is Livy. It is Livy. We are going Livy is what we're doing right now. And and we're going to change the spelling of live to L I E V. Live. Yes, that works. So L I V E is Livy and L I E V is live. So you don't live, you Livy, but you can still go live. Okay. You think we could uh, get the uh, programmers over at Google on board with this to change that uh, yellow uh, thing up in the corner to L-I-E-V to go along with our new uh, grammatical rules we've just invented right now? I think so. I, uh, you know, the Google people are cool. Um, uh, okay. Let's see. Hey, at Of course, I can't Google. write apps for, for, for iPhone, but, you know. Yeah, Google. We've decided we're spelling it L-I-E-V from now on. Please update your apps accordingly. Right. There we go. Tweet. That just happened. Bam. Bam. It's L-I-E-V. So you know, go, go ahead and, and fix your uh, spell check right now. To update all entries of L I E uh, L I V. Well, of course, you know people are going to be picking the wrong one. That's the thing is that L I V E is still a word now. So how do you know which ones to correct and which ones not? Oh my God, this is going to take right. hours of work to correct. Well, the 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 grammar police mm-hmm. uh, will be on that on Twitter. At least on Twitter, the, the grammar police will be there. Now, now, who is the grammar police of Tharco? Uh, I think it was Marianne. Which one? Well, the Maverick one. Ah. She was Maverick before that person from Alaska was Maverick. Alaska? Sarah. Oh, that Maverick. No, no, but all right. So, so the Maverick. Okay. Uh, y- 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 all right. Well, we'll we'll task her with this. Uh, you know, she could update all of Tharco's documents to uh, correct the uh, the uh, proper L I V E. I have a feeling she's not going to want to do that. <laughs> oh come on! This is the type of stuff and, the grammar and, police uh, live and, for. And you know, uh, Carrie Carrie is gone. She was 
she was the document queen at last I knew, and I don't think they replaced her. Well, it sounds like you know in that role. Well, of course, you know, you know ISO one thousand or one thousand one, whatever, has no meaning. Nobody gives a crap about that anymore. Well, well, maybe she could get work with Google, replacing all their lies with uh, lives or all their livies with lives uh, appropriately right. and accordingly. Right. Yes. I think that's what needs to happen. There we go. There is, you know what? We put creating jobs live right here on the right. show. We have now created new jobs. Every company now needs to hire someone to update the spelling of live. Dune writes in. Anyway, oh yeah, go go ahead. Yeah. Dune writes in. Let John Lennon do it, which is in reference to a joke from yesterday's show that I can't play because <laughs> there was this great line. Uh, you you watched the Beatles movie Let It Be, right? Oh, long time ago, sure. Right, and, uh, and we all know what the best part of that movie was, and that's the rooftop concert. Oh, of course. And at during Don't Let Me Down at the beginning of like the second, uh, the third verse, John Lennon completely flubs a line. He's like, "Da group la duple cop up." It's hilarious it's great and i uh, uh i had played that clip yesterday uh the uh, dude and bob show but uh we, we would get flagged for copyright infringement if i brought right, that right right we don't want any of that no 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 By we'll, the way, you know the, the perfect opportunity you know you kind of wish oh i wish i was there and i wish i had a camera yeah my brother was telling me he saw very recently front yard Signs planted for their favorite candidates. Uh, obviously, his and hers. Uh-huh. Trump and Hillary. Yes. And yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, but he didn't have a camera. You oh, know. Uh, you're a dork. You know, well, that's an easy picture to get. You just—I'm not sure that he even carries a dumb phone anymore. Well, here's what you do: middle of the night, you you go for a walk in the neighborhood. The, the first Trump or Hillary sign you find, you, you you casually walk up to it and pull it up out of the ground. Continue along your walk. As soon as you see a sign for the other one, boom! Plant it next to that one. Take the picture. And then put the sign back when you're done. That's the there important part. Go. Put there it back go. when you're done. <laughs> so tomorrow we're we're celebrating the California primary election. Oh oh boy oh boy you know you know what we got it we got to open and the there, show and talk there about there are that. others tomorrow. Oh that's right. It's going to be a primary. It's going to be what kind of a primary? It's going to be a uh, insert title here. Primary. That's right. And, uh, of course, yeah, there's others, there's others, but we all know California is the one that counts. Except for Hillary. I think New Jersey's the one that counts for Hillary. Cause, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, because it... Right. it yeah, I, 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 I think that's the one that Hillary's focused on is New Jersey. Supposedly, she's slated to get enough uh, delegates from New Jersey to make her the presumptive uh, uh, candidate-elect. Uh, except uh, that that still relies on the fucking super delegates that can eat my ass. I fucking hate those people. Fucking corrupt well, you know, system. That's, that's corrupt, how machine politics. Corrupt, corrupt, corrupt. That's how that's how machine politics works. Fuck you them. You have the inside guys. I, I know it, and I know it. They should get rid of it. 
Yes. yes Especially the irony should. is it's only the Democratic Party that has superdelegates. Republicans don't have that. And look what happened to them. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> How did that work out for them? No, no, holy, but... Uh, <laughs> holy fuck! But I think that's how they got Eisenhower. That worked, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that worked. That worked. Eisenhower, he's all right. That was even before I was born. Uh, wow. They had presidents yeah, back then? a long time ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before you were born, they had presidents. Who's still a new idea? It was... <laughs> I think it's still a new idea. They're still working out the details of this whole right. president thing. It, uh, you know, you know, I, I don't even know why anyone wants the job. I mean, have you looked? Have you seen the before and after pictures? Well, he, of course. I mean, and there's many, many reasons why being president is just not desirable. I mean, look at the quality of people, the quality of the people that we end up with. I mean, yeah, it's because all know, the smart people, the people know better. Are really smart would never go there, right? Uh, Lee Iacocca, I think, really wanted to be a president at, at one point, and he realized that the game just sucks, and he didn't want any part of that game. Right. You know, I'm, but I'm thinking, you know what? Whoever wants to be president is probably the last person in the world that should be president. I want my president dragged, kicking and screaming into the White That's House. That's right. That's right. It's like a draft. Chained yeah. to the desk in the Oval Office. That's right. We'll let you pick the curtains, but uh, you're, in, you're, in you're, years, you're stuck we'll here now. Run for re-election, <laughs> and then we kick you out the door at after eight. And, and if you and, think just saying stupid stuff is going to keep you from getting elected, see how that how well that worked for Trump. Prove it. It's proven. <laughs> it is now proven. You know, I, there was the old joke. Uh, it, it goes, this, this, this is really dated. You know, FDR proved that you could be president for life. Uh, Truman proved that anybody could become president. And Eisenhower proved that you didn't need a president. You know, and then, you know. Yeah. You could go on with, uh, you know, Kennedy and. Nixon and all this, and it gets funnier and funnier as you go on, and have all of these traits that we learned, you know, through the generations of, uh, yeah, Bill, of Bill, Bill I mean, Clinton. Andrew Jackson apparently was a guy that could do anything he fucking wanted to, and he did. You know, start a war against the Indians for whatever reason, he did it. Hey, why not? You know? I'm president. Someone's right. got to go to war with someone. I'm picking That's the right. Indians. That's right. We wanted more land at that time anyway. So yeah. might as well be for you but, know for us. But we'll give them a consolation prize. We'll let them have casinos. I think that came up later. That, that yeah, well, yeah, I, I think, I think that later. came up later. Probably yeah. did come up later. But yeah, that was their consolation right. prize. You know, yeah. They, they get the right. casinos. But uh yeah. So, um, yeah, so now, 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 half of our uh, audience has now hate us because we're making these terrible jokes. But oh, this is what the people live for, right? But uh, yeah, so. I did see. Oh, I'll have to remember it again. Never mind. I saw this cool joke on this guy's Twitter page, and I was thinking about it. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And of course, when it's time to tell that, 
I can't think of it. Well, I saw something funny online. Uh, there was this uh, great um, uh, picture. Uh, 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 Bill Cosby captioned saying, you know, I could have tranquilized that gorilla. And uh, Jared from Subway saying, I could have grabbed that kid. And uh, yeah, it's like, wow, talk about wrong. That, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very poor taste. Very poor taste. That's my kind of humor. And I laughed. Uh, and then I had to, you know, nudge Kristen and go, hey, hey, hey check that out. She laughed. But, uh, yeah, so it's been two weeks now since we, we've done this because someone uh, had more important things to do last Monday. Yeah, I was uh, down, uh, you know, by the Monterey area, uh-huh. uh, just kind of enjoying the cool weather because it's hotter than Hades here. Uh, but I'm back home in, in the hot Hotville. And... Hey, what was cool? While we were down there, there's this little town in Monterey County that uh, Bernie Sanders decided to come and visit. Oh, boy. A little town called Spreckles. So, so that must have done Seriously, wonders for Spreckles. the local uh, traffic. Yes, they're right. They were probably, well, no, Spreckles is kind of like out of the way. I, I don't think that there was any traffic issue because there never has been traffic issues. After all, you're talking about a town called Spreckles. They, they they closed the roads, but no one seemed to notice. Yeah. Uh, it is, you know, kind of an agricultural area. I have no idea whether... I have no idea what the, what the politics of Spreckles would be, but it is now forever changed because Bernie Sanders came to give a little chat they're all feeling the burn i guess yeah yeah that's great that's great you, you get a chance to uh check him out and uh hear what he had to say oh no no we didn't go anywhere near that we just <laughs> we just we we were actually you know we we spent the week you know at our place in you know in the monterey area and you know by the beach and whatever but we were just working on our house. We worked our butts off, you know, replaced this lamp in the dining room. We emptied a bunch of boxes. We uh, we went to the local Comcast and picked up our uh, cable boxes, stuff like this, to be set up just in time for the show to end, I think. Oh. So it was yeah. late late on Monday Cause... last week that we, we, we had the stuff at least being set up. Right. Because so. I, um, you know, I had a nice three-day weekend, uh, cool. you know, unpaid holiday. I was basically told uh, you're not showing up and we're not paying you. Um, okay. Fine by me. Well, so, standard contract rate, right? Yeah. 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 That, that That's great. I still get the days off. I just don't get the money now. So that's, that's, that's great. Right, right. That's, that's great. Thank you. Thank you. So does the uh, agency that, that pays your... Excuse me. Pays your check? Do they give you vacation days? No, no. But they do give me sick days. But but the reason they oh. give me sick days is because the state of Massachusetts uh, demands it. That's yeah. something new this year. That uh, state of Massachusetts says uh, everyone gets forty hours sick time each year. Uh, contract whatever uh, required oh. by law, uh, which was great because I got cool. sick. And uh, I, I was, you know, normally I will drag myself to work and, and tough it out, but this was a type of sick, uh, but that was a while ago. 
Uh, I, I got the type of sick that I could not get out of bed. I was, ooh, man. Uh, but I got paid for those days. So, uh, yeah, I, but but that's only, you know, sick time is sick time. Um, right, right. Although they didn't, you know, uh, ask for a doctor's note or anything, so it would be rather e- easy to fake it, which I'm, I'm debating sure. whether or not I should use a sick day or not because he, he, here's the thing, because there's something to be said for subtlety, and I'm not sure if I'm doing it right um, because I – I am in the process of interviewing for a much better job that is going to, you know, be yeah. better. It comes with unlimited vacation. What does unlimited vacation means? Four weeks. That's what it means. Uh, wow. <laughs> no, because, so they start you going off at the max. Yeah. Well, he, I, I asked them, what, do you, what is this unlimited vacation? How does that work? Because I kind of figured like it was like, you know, someone at, at Tharco decides this is fucking bullshit all this time. Everyone is accruing on the books. We'll just, you know, tell everyone that it's unlimited and, and, and then people will still not take vacations and we don't have to have this hanging out on the books. Problem solved. It's like, wow, these guys figured out how to solve Tharco's problems. Unlimited vacation type. But here's what it really is. Is is that it was something new they started this year, but in the past everyone gets four weeks, and and I was like, wow, that's cool. Everyone gets four weeks. That's that's you know, earn time off four weeks each year. Everyone gets that, and, and I'm like, well, that is awesome because here I thought I was going to work up to something like that. I was going to have to start all the way over because you know I I had worked up to some nice vacation time at Tharco, and I was I was enjoying that because yeah. I take my time. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Unlike people like uh, uh, yeah, what uh, uh, John or Russ or <laughs> those people well, well, never see, take Tharco, vacations. Tharco did, you know, Tharco did what I think is not a good thing in the early days, and that is they allow you to roll over unlimited vacation Forever. from year to year. Yes, I think I think you should. I, I think you should. They should say, "Hey, you got to take some vacation." Period. Right, and and it you know, took, not necessarily use it all up. Have some flexibility to allow some rollover. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because now, I mean, because people were were gathering up all this vacation because when I retire, then I'll have you know eighty weeks of vacation. Yeah, because California you know, like, state law dictates no. that you you have to be paid that time. They can't you know take that away from you. That's uh, right. Which which is why PCA ended up uh, giving uh, some people some rather big checks, I'd imagine, when they decided anything that's not used the end of this year disappears. Well, if you're in right. California, the only way they can make that disappear is by handing you a big fat check. Uh, unfortunately, people in other states uh, lost a lot of time. Didn't uh, yeah, yeah yeah didn't uh, benefit of that. No no. Well, I, you know. I think people should take vacation, you know. Oh yeah, I agree. Take the vacation. But but I, I even if it's just hanging out with your uh you know, with your fuzzy socks. But PCAs was the other extreme. It was you get this much each year and you use it by the end of the year. There's none of this rolling over or borrowing or whatever. And and I always thought it was bullshit. But uh, here's... And that is. I mean, it's totally inflexible. And I think think there should be some flexibility. 
and, and so basically the way the policy is written at this company is that it's unlimited vacation time that's up to the manager to approve. So it's the manager's decision how much vacation time they grant or, or give people. You know, you request it yeah. and they can say yay or nay. And and you know, the one the guy I interviewed with that was explaining this to me is actually like the head of the department I'd be working for. So this is the guy that would be telling me yay or nay when I start asking for vacation. He says it was four weeks. I think four weeks is a perfect period of time. Uh, the only thing this policy does is allow me flexibility. If, if someone needs an extra day, uh, you know, because I, I was usually pretty flexible, I'll let you borrow a day from next year or, you know, we'll roll this over or we'll, we'll borrow from this. It, now I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, the technical details of that. You know, I, I could just be flexible about it. But uh, generally, you know, four weeks every year, that's what it's been. And that's what we're still doing. Uh, you know, so it's not really unlimited. It's, uh, you know. So that's, right. that's yeah, cool. It's, it's with a wink. Actually, I worked at a place where the HR was very anal. You know, when you started off your first year, you got one week and then the next year you get two. And then after five years, you, you know, the standard progression. Right. But some people came in. It's like, wait a minute, one week of vacation. That sucks. So the bosses would kind of go, yeah, you get one official week of vacation. But we'll let you have some other time off. It'll be off the books. You know, and nothing was in writing. So right. if you managed to take that, cool. If you didn't, nothing you could do about it. Right. It's off the books. You know, you there's to, no written agreement of anything. You just so, have to make sure that you actually cash in on that. That's right. Right. So, so it's up to you. But anyways, yeah. basically, this, 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 uh, the interview went great. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, it was because I, I, I uh, went in, uh, took a trip into the city. It's, uh, you know, about a 15 minute walk from uh, uh, Boston South Station. Um, so, you know, I uh, but but here's where I was, you know, trying to be subtle because uh, the interview was at three o'clock. Now, normally I work until four o'clock. So I had to get out of work at one thirty so I could go catch a train into Boston with with, with time to spare and all that. So, you know, I do this whole, you know, hey, uh, boss, uh, I, I have a doctor's appointment this Thursday. Uh, I'm going to have to leave at one thirty, And, you know, boss is like, okay, that's cool. You know, uh, you know, uh, so-and-so's going to be here uh, to cover. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, fine. And, 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 and so I, it, the, the thing is, my uh, work attire normally consists of uh, khakis and a polo shirt. Uh, as, as you know, you've, you've seen me in, right. in work oh, sure. attire. Yeah. You know, khakis, polo shirt, I'm, I'm set to work. You know, I, I, I consider that my, my version of business casual, um, uh, emphasis on the casual. But it's professional enough. It's got a collar. You know, I'm not wearing the cut-off jeans, and the, you know, but uh, uh, flops. Yeah. Now, 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 Thark, the Seattle, the Seattle style white socks with the sandals. It, well, no, it, at Tharco, I was wearing the the uh, the sneakers uh, until uh, at some right, point. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, my Fong suggested, you know, with the PCA people uh, looking at you to figure out what your future is here, could could you jazz it up a little bit? And so that's when I started tucking the polo shirt in and wearing a belt and putting on black socks and bought a pair of loafers. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, 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 I cleaned up my business casual a little bit. And, and, and it, it, hey, it worked out, you know. They, they, that, you know, at one time at Tharco, if you went out in the plant and you had to have steel-toed shoes, did you ever have a set? Yes. Issued by the Tharco? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking yeah. you might have. Yeah, yeah, I got a pair that looked like sneakers. I still have them. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
Now, now I think the dress code at Tharco was as long as you're not dressed uh, more casual than Gordon, you're okay. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. That was I, 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 I think the Tharco dress code was point to Gordon and go, don't dress like this guy. <laughs> right. Try to try to try to up him. Yeah. Like it's a competition. Yeah. In the better area. Oh, by the way, I did think of the uh, the, the, the joke. Yes. So this guy's uh, Twitter profile, he basically says, I had this one job once where I had to wear many hats. Thank goodness I look pretty good in the hat. Oh, nice. Which, of course, I can't say. I always look goofy in a hat, which is, you know, part of the, you know, you know, part of the thing. Yeah. We open up the show and I'm wearing something. Yeah. Really stupid. Yeah, that's 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 kind of goofy uh, headwear you got going there. Yeah. Right, right. Well, on top of the headphones is even better. You know what I'm saying? You, you also wear many hats. Right and, right. and the funny thing is, between the two of us, I'm the one that really needs a hat. But uh, uh, I uh, actually need one kind of too. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. But, 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 you know, I mean, it could be, uh, you know, it could be like uh, Mr. Trump, right? I mean, right. we could all be like Mr. Trump and have the beautiful head of hair. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. You know? It's it's amazing what quality hair money can buy. That's right. Really, that's that's the best he can do. That's um, right. But anyways, yeah. So the point is, is that I show up to work on Thursday in dress pants and a white button-down shirt, uh, which is a, a, a step above how I normally dress for work. Now, now the the jacket and tie I conveniently left in the car because if I showed up to work in a jacket and tie. Uh, then they would definitely know something's up. You know, I'd be like, uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. Uh, you know, what time's the funeral? And like, yes, yes. Right, right. That's what I'm leaving for. Um, but but no, I, I, I figure I can get away with throwing on the dress pants and the, the button-down shirt and no tie, no jacket, and that shouldn't raise too much suspicion. That doesn't look too uh, radically different. But the thing is, is I'm not sure how subtle it is to show up to work dressed obviously nicer on on the day that you've asked to leave early for a doctor's appointment, you, you know I can't help but wonder uh, does does he know what's going on here? <laughs> Is he like well this guy's interviewing for something? You know nowadays it's always a good idea to try to impress your doctor. It it, it, it is it is yes. And, and 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 besides, my my doctor is a young female, and 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 she is attractive, and, and so why not? Why not? It's it's bad there enough. It's bad enough. She had to look at my fungusy toenails to write me the prescription for the pills to fix that. The least I can do is show up presentable before the socks come off. Right. Absolutely. Oh, which, by the way, my toenails look great now. They they uh, look absolutely wonderful. No more fungus. Fantastic. No more fungus. Oh, how how long ago did you t- uh, take these pills? Um, I took them for three months, and I guess I've been off of them oh, for okay. about a month. So oh, okay. I guess I started four months ago. But yeah, Great. now now Great. I have uh, actually presentable looking uh, toenails. Uh, they're not all they're yellow they're and disgusting. They're beautiful. Yes, they're beautiful. Yes. Do, do, do you like my foot? <laughs> We have a fe- a foot fetish going on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so uh, there we go. And we had no viewers for that. So no one is actually looking at my foot except for you. That was just for you, Brian. <laughs> this is a personal thing. Yes. 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 Oh, nice. Nice. But uh, hey, if you want to interact... go back to that many hats uh, joke. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so so the thing is, is that I went in for the interview on Thursday and, and they, they sat me now with, with four different people back to back a half hour each. It was a good solid two hours of solid interviewing. And I was a little nervous because the last interview I went for in person... I completely bombed. The guy was completely bored out of his mind. I, I, I couldn't seem to quite engage him right, and I wasn't right. getting the, the right things out there. But this time I did a little bit of prep work, reviewed my resume, uh, reviewed what have I actually done for Tharco that made them so great and, and, and how I shine in that job. You know, I, I, I didn't take crap from no vendors. I gave them hell. Actually, I, I don't think I really... Uh, uh, spoke much about that part <laughs> of my uh, well, time. Yeah. At <laughs> you knew I was on the phone with Dell when you could hear me from down the hall. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But anyways, um, yeah. So or, the, or printology. Or printology. Oh yeah, printology. Oh God. I, no, I don't think I ever gave printology a hard time. Um, they. Uh, I, I didn't like the toner that they sold us. Um, I, I know Zones gave me a real hard time because they kept on, uh, you know, billing us for things that we already paid, and I kept on having to argue with their accounting oh, department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who had the contract on our printers? Uh, Printology did. The, Printology, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But yeah. what, what, when did I ever yell at them? The only thing I ever did with them was uh, ha was email them to send in a tech, and then they sent in, you know, first there was that guy, Vic, that fixed the printers, and he was fine. I never had a problem with him. Uh, and then uh, Vic disappeared, and they started sending in uh, that, that 70s guy. Um, you know, that guy oh, was okay. clearly dressed for the wrong decade. I don't know what decade he was dressed right. for, somewhere around the well, 70s you know, or the you know 80s. What? You know, nerds, nerds have that issue that, you know, they're not – in tune with, uh, you know, with the current reality, you know. Right. He was. Uh, he was definitely. It, it was. It was. He. He. He drove in straight from another decade. He. He was. He. I. I. I was looking out in the parking Unlike lot for a DeLorean. The guy of the in that video of the record store. Uh huh. You know that's the guy that I talked to. Oh. Oh dear, we lost Brian. We uh, lost. Oh, are you back? Yeah, you. Uh, my screen of you turned into our, our banner logo briefly, and yeah. then it came back. Yeah, we somehow lost our connection. All right. So, anyways, okay. you were talking to the guy at the. You went to a record store. Let's 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 start. Yeah, let's start the story there. Store. Yeah, the uh, Vinyl Revolution, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I had tweeted the uh, photo of the shop. L lots of nice purple. Cool. And I went in there and asked him if they had quad and. Went down and showed me in the back. You know, he's very a very good uh, into it kind of guy. Showed me the quad selection was, which was this thick. Yeah, I saw. It was like a whole inch. Yeah, that was that was awesome. And so I took a picture of a few of the a uh, few of the yeah. random selection, shall we say, Tony Tony Orlando and Don and yeah. 
yeah, and, I think it was the Bernstein and something else, whatever, and yeah, tweeted the, those as well. Highlights from Leonard Bernstein's mass, uh, Tony Orlando right. and Dawn, he don't love you. Uh, I don't have that one. I borrowed that one from someone and recorded it in, and uh, I think I lost that file, and I was not heartbroken yeah. over that. Uh, Mac Davis, right. uh, stop and smell Mac, the Mac, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Paul Revere and the Raiders, Indian Reservation, which is clearly the highlight of the pile there. I already have a copy of that one, though. On uh, right. There was some Lenny, other uh, classical as well, and I can't recall what it was. You know, because I looked very quickly. I didn't want to, you know, spend too much of the time although he would have he was cool I he you know in fact i told him what i was into i told him what you were into mm-hmm. and uh you know we talked about some prog rock and you know and and some quad that you're into he showed then he showed me his receiver yeah and i uh, took a picture of the old receiver i don't know is that a decent one or sylvania i don't know i think they're kind of mediocre yeah. i i don't know uh now, much... he told me he never had four speakers plugged into it I believe that. So he just, and I don't know, would that be a tube or that be solid state? That would be solid state, right? Yeah, I'd be solid state. That wouldn't be tube. Yeah. No. That's no, kind of what I guess. I I, sh- I should have asked the guy, you know, hey, do you know, because uh, I know that there were a lot of amps out there that were tube, like I got Morantz, some Morantz ones were tube. Right, but but uh, I mean, that's their high-end stuff or earlier right. stuff. I mean, in the quad era, right. things, tubes were not really in anymore, I don't Well, think. I remember that solid-state stuff was coming out in droves. Right. You know, really coming out big time. And, you know, it was a reluctance, uh, yeah, this, this stuff is coming. Uh, okay. You know. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's really awesome. Um, so yeah, and he sent a picture of the uh, Sylvania receiver, which has the, you know the cute little funky joystick for the balance control, which those are always fun. Um, so yeah, no, it sounds oh, like I didn't even notice. I didn't actually pay attention to that. I, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Now, did you buy anything? No, I didn't buy anything. No. Oh, this guy gives you his time. You have a conversation. You can't even find yeah. one piece of vinyl to to to, to buy to not walk out of. It. I don't walk. You know what? I I feel a little bit of guilt when I walk into a record store. I feel pressure to find at least one record while I'm in there, just to you know because it's a small independent shop. They see you're in there. They know yeah, you're there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I I had intended to come back with some follow up, but uh, you know I was really busy, so. You know, well, hey, I'm gonna be down there next week. You know, next weekend. So uh, maybe I'll take uh, another uh, shot at some some of the samples and uh, whatever. Yeah. I, I did mention uh, your little uh, uh, cl- claim to non-fame with uh, with the Rick Wakeman stuff. Oh yeah. Although I forgot what what album because he, he was rattle- This guy was rattling off. Oh yeah, this album and this album. This these were cool. You know, so he totally got into it, but I, for the life of me, I could not remember. It was, uh, well, it's it's a funny thing, because I got a package in the mail, um, which uh, you could see right here on the label, uh, came from uh, Universal. uh Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, they they sent me the the free box set edition of, uh, which the album is A Journey to the Center of the Earth. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, I'll I'll attempt to remember that. So yeah, my 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 claim to uh, non-fame is that I uh, yeah. I convert the eight track that was used on the DVD in the uh, box yeah. set here, and all I got was this uh, free box set and no credit. But that's okay. Right. I, I I sent a message to Rick Wakeman through his website saying, "Hey, I noticed that your uh, website listed some uh, source information for the quad mixes of Six Five to Henry VIII and King Arthur." Uh, when those releases came out, uh, do you plan on uh, putting any information about the source of the quad mix of Journeys to the Center of the Earth uh, without actually identifying uh, that I already know uh, what the source is? Uh, right. So right. And I'll do right. my part to help along the process to try to get some credit right. out there. <laughs> I mean, do they actually know that it was you? Um, well, from what I'm told, uh, the guy at Universal that sent me this uh, yeah. doesn't normally give things away unless there's a reason to. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, it, uh, my, my friend that reached out to him uh, highly suspects that he verified with someone uh, that is this guy for real? Yeah. Uh, this this Johnny Gators person that he really recorded his eight yeah. track info. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we got. It. Oh, oh oh all right, we'll send him a box. See, it would be cool if if that box would then you know the deal would be thing would be signed. That'd be cool. That that would be cool. That would be cool, but Rick Wakeman's a very, very busy guy. Uh, he's right. working very hard on trying to see his dangly bits again, and uh, it, uh, ho- hopefully he's having some success with that. Uh, That's it, always good <laughs> to know about in, in in great detail, which, of course, he tweets. So Yes, yes. Rick Wakeman <laughs> has recently tweeted that this rate he may actually uh, be able to see his dangly bits again, and that is how he referred to them as his dangly bits. And I especially love when he starts talking about his diet, you know. I'm going to be eating this on uh, Friday. I'm going to be eating this on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I will have a bubble bath. It's like, oh, that is that is a great visual right there. Uh, Incidentally, it's talking about food items. Yes. Not to change the subject, but we're changing the subject anyway. We can turn back at any time. But I was at a Starbucks, you know, picking up a little Frappuccino. And on the way out, I noticed, oh, they're selling beef jerky and turkey jerky. Hey, that's really cool. You know, and one is spicy and the other is whatever, whatever. But the big thing that they're really into is that it's gluten-free. Mm. Well, and low fat. Uh-huh. Okay, now you think about it. Jerky, I never thought there would be an ounce of gluten in it anyway, unless they're gluing little pieces of shit together and the other deal is like wait wait a minute jerky that would be low fat are you joking me i thought jerky was only fat (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean uh, somehow something seemed wrong you know what i'm saying yeah yeah (laughs) how are they uh what what is in this fat free jerky (laughs) Oh, we're we're yeah. kind of fans of of turkey bacon. Uh, my nephew had showed uh, on f- uh, Facebook some pictures of how they make uh, turkey bacon, how they layer different colored meats together and glue it. To, I mean, let's just put it this way. There's a point where you kind of go, wait a second, I don't think I want to know anymore because 
I'm not going to be wanting to ever eat that again. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there there are some foods that that you don't want to know how it's made. Yeah. Or or what's in it. I mean, people are talking about how a certain religion slaughters cows and how that's horrible and all this kind of stuff. It's like, wait a minute, is the method that we use to slaughter cows any better? To be honest with you, I do not know. And quite frankly, I don't want to know. I, I, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't. You know what? I, I don't. To me, it's not a cow. It's a burger. And it's delicious. Uh, exactly. and, and I don't yeah, care yeah, if it was yeah, previously a alive. Huge disconnect between yeah. the mooing and the uh, flipping. You, you know right. what? Like you know, when when I when I go to to McDonald's and and, and I get me some McNuggets, I I don't care that that's pink slime. I, I I don't I don't care if they use the chicken's dangly bits. All I know is is that you get some great dipping sauce for that. And uh, there you go. That's right. That's that's all I need to know. So yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, anyways, it's kind of like the voting process, right? You don't want to know all the details. You're going to go in, close your eyes, and you know pull the lever or fill the little circle, and be done with it, right? Right, right. Hold your nose, plug your ears. Yeah, well, yeah. shade your eyes, and just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just get it done with. Yeah, we all got to vote. Unless we don't, but um, no. Anyways, I did have a few uh, uh, techie uh, things I want to uh, uh, talk about this week. Um, yeah, because as I I, I referenced the uh, Beatles rooftop concert uh, earlier in the show. Yeah, and uh, he, here's what happened: is I frequent the Steve Hoffman forums, and and there are certain topics that are just always discussed there. Uh, one of which is the Beatles, and uh, you could. Uh, the Let It Be movie uh, continues to be long out of print, never issued on DVD. And um, it was issued on VHS back in the days, but even that is problematic. Uh, because the Let It Be movie was made for TV, so it was formatted in a 4-3 full screen aspect ratio. And then they uh, released it to movie theaters, and they cropped it, uh, for uh, widescreen movie theater presentation. And then uh, the U.S. market released it uh, to uh, home media on Laserdisc and VHS. And they took so the... So they cropped it again. Yes, yes. They took, <laughs> they took the widescreen cropping and they cropped it again. <laughs> and now we got the nose of John Lennon. Yes. We think that's him. Yes, but there are, and, and if you do Google searches on this, you can find out all the details on this because, of course, people will document anything and every de- little detail about this, and there are of certain course. versions that are uncropped. And and someone's already obtained one and recorded it and shared it with the world. So all you got to do is find the Let It Be Uncropped bootleg, and you're golden. And so, you know, after reading about this type of stuff and reading on the forums, I was in the mood for you know some uh let it be get back era beatles uh listening this past weekend and here's how a normal sane person would deal with that they would go well it's saturday morning i feel like beatles uh let's see uh do i pull out a copy of the let it be album and put that on 
uh, or I had the Let It Be Naked CD that came out in the early 2000s. Uh, you know, Paul McCartney's basic remix of, of the album. We, we, I, I could put that on. Uh, I've got my uncropped bootleg copy of the Let It Be movie. Maybe I'll put that on, sit and watch that. And I decided to go with none of the above because that is way too simple and doesn't require hours and hours of work. And I decided, you know what? I mean, because what is really the highlight of the Get Back, Let It Be era of the Beatles? Brian, what's the highlight of that? The John Lennon part. The, the rooftop right? concert. The rooftop concert. The rooftop and, concert. And specifically, and, the yeah. John Lennon bit yes. where he buckled up the words. So, you know, now you watch the Let It Be movie and you basically had the rooftop concert there, except that there were some songs they performed uh, multiple times. And, and they don't ha- they don't include multiple performances of the, of, of the songs. And, and there are certain points where they cut away from the concert to interview people on the street what they think of all this, which you know, I hate that when concert videos interrupt a perfectly good performance with interview segments. It's, it's like it, put it in the special features. Stop interrupting my concert. Will you put the phone away and shut the fuck up and watch the guy play? Thank you. And, uh, so. So I decided, you know what would be really cool, because certainly all this stuff has been bootlegged to hell. You could get audio of the entire rooftop concert beginning to end. What if I made a DVD of the entire rooftop concert beginning to end? You know, I'll take the video footage of the movie, line it up into the appropriate spots. Uh, they included some of it on the Beatles Anthology DVD set. I, I can put that in where it fits. That might replace some of the bootleg stuff with better quality stuff. Uh, they have music videos of Get Back and uh, Don't Let Me Down included on the Beatles One Plus Blu-ray set that came out recently. Let's check out if that's higher quality of what's already out there or if that's something unique. And, you know, let's let's piece this all together and we can get some steel, uh, still shots and pictures to kind of make it go to slideshow presentation for the songs or the performances that video uh, doesn't exist for. And, and I discovered something very interesting that was absolutely awesome. Now, the rooftop concert starts with a performance to Get Back, and they perform other songs, and it ends with the final performance to Get Back while the police are, you know, unplugging their stuff and shutting them down. And um, the thing is, though, is that they actually did two run-throughs to Get Back at the start of the concert. They did, like, a rehearsal run-through on the roof, and then they did another run-through that is the one that you actually see in the movie. And it turns out the promo video for Get Back that's included on the Beatles One Plus Blu-ray set that came out uses a studio recording of Get Back, but the footage that they put of the rooftop performance to go with that is mostly footage of that first performance that was not in the movie. So, oh my God, right off the bat, I've just expanded the rooftop performance movie with footage that's been released that was not in the movie for a performance that previously was not included in that. So that how awesome is how that? Awesome, except that they did borrow cuts from other performances of the same song when they put that promo film together because, you know, you're, you're watching it, things are syncing up perfectly, and all of a sudden they go to a cut that does line up good enough, but the police are in the background. And it's like, no, no, this is the rehearsal. This is before the police came and, and investigated and came up on the roof so continuity error so now i got to figure out how to deal with that uh do i replace that with something else and i haven't found a good shot to replace that shot with just yet um 
uh, I'm, I'm working on that because that's bothering me. I found another shot that works better that you don't or, see. You know, sometimes, though, you need to have little flaws in there for people to notice. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. It's that imperfection that makes it perfect. No. No. Uh, no. 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 You're too, no. You can't live with that. No. 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 Okay. All right. Just so, anyways, flying, trying to fly that past you. Most people would have spent their weekend enjoying, you know, uh, some Beatles, and then go on to work on one of many other projects. Because it's not like I don't have other projects to work on. Uh, me, instead, I turn this into a project where I pour over all the materials I have, never really get a chance to really sit and enjoy it. And, and, and by the end of the weekend, I still have more work to do. And I'm so sick of it, I don't even want to sit and watch it. Because so, <laughs> that's how I roll. That's how yeah. I roll. Uh, you know, I, I, think, I think I might have a problem. Uh, <laughs> so, but anyways, yeah. that was... Yeah, you're too close to the action. Yes, but that was my, my fun. W- and, and I just got to put more finishing touches I on. Think, I think creative people actually have that as a common problem. Yeah, but I I do have to just put a few finishing touches on. I think I've figured out how to fix that continuity error with the police showing up. Plus, it turns out the Beatles anthology DVD set includes uh, the uh, final performance of Get Back um, where the police are shutting them down. And it's a unique cut of it that's different from the cut that's in the movie. And so I I, I, uh, I use the movie version uh, in what I put together uh, because the version on the anthology includes a lot of footage of the police coming in to shut uh, to shut them down, which is actually footage that was used in other songs in the movie. They just kind of summed up this whole police thing. Uh, it, yeah. So it's it's a unique uh, video specifically made for the anthology. And so I'm kind of figuring out if there's certain cuts or footage from that that I could kind of sprinkle in here and there in, in my presentation. So I'm really in the finishing stages to kind of make this a unique product that is, you know, a unique experience and i figure within a few months from now i'll actually be in a mood to sit down and watch it again and i'll have to give you know my good friend gotha to call and go hey we're gonna hang out i i got him i got the movie and it was cool yeah yeah so there we go so that was uh that was my weekend that was uh yeah. my 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 new my new project because i am insane now how about you what's uh what's it going on with you by the way i came across because I, I I'm I watch what's going to go happening in 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 Singapore, whatever. I guess that's in my blood. You, you've lived there, but you, you, you there's a concert it. season series that has already started. The touring all over the place. Queen plus Adam Lambert. Now I think that Adam Lambert is a brilliant performer and really good. But I watch some of the clips that are on YouTube, and I kind of go. I'm sorry, he ain't Freddie Mercury, mm. right? Right. Well, few people. I mean, are. he's good, but he ain't Freddie, you know. So, I, I think that was a bold, if not not a wise move on, on Lambert's part to to do that. It's gutsy, but well, well, I mean, is it worthwhile? I mean, because the thing is, is there is no other Freddie Mercury, so you know, no one's gonna be able to adequately be a replacement but you know can he do something good 
uh, with Queen. I mean, it, I, I I haven't seen it and I can't bring it up because it's licensed material. Uh, but, but you're saying it was not good. It was good as a- Adam Lambert, okay, because he is good. But even still, it kind of drops short. And, th- and this is the danger of taking that role. You can't be Freddie Mercury. Sorry, you ain't him. You know, you're you're not going to be the same. He certainly doesn't. I, I, I'm going to say, I watched enough to say Adam wasn't trying to be Freddie Mercury. That's what I'm going to say. Well, that's good because he, he wouldn't succeed at that. Because he can't be. You know, he can't be. He's got to put his own slant on it. But the thing is, the critics are just going to say, hey, that's not Freddie Mercury. And, that, and so you've got this all working against you. You know, he would have been better off doing something different. That's well, all I'm saying. Well, you know, it's it's kind of like when uh, Todd Rundgren uh, toured with the Cars. That was that was kind of weird, but uh, you know, he I think he had fun doing it. Right, right, right. So. And I I think some people, let's just say, I hate the Eagles oh, because of those type of issues. Because they changed the lineup. I mean. Wait a minute, Eagles without Joe Walsh, right? Or or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Well, I just plain hate the Eagles. I I, I you know Yeah. I, I, well I I, I, I do I, I do like the song One of These Nights. I do think it's you know that, that's a catchy song. Yeah. And 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 also has a catchy quad mix. I like the quad mix of one yeah. of these nights. Cool. So uh, you know, there there you go. And, I mean that was a a good polished band for the time this is uh, you but, know I, but I, I don't i don't understand the appeal yeah. of hotel california see it always struck me as oh my god this song is so fucking boring why 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 is this a thing people like i i i don't i don't get it i i i don't get it well it has some mystery to it i think it it just you know, and i think it's the slow, california people it's boring it drags on well it isn't hotel new jersey right no it's not hotel new jersey <laughs> no i actually in fact that was a song when i i was jamming with uh, dave burton you know before he moved to uh, to denver mm. and that was one of the songs that we would play oh, I'm sorry. and As a cover tune, I mean, it was kind of fun to play on some hand. On the other hand, you know, you have to play it exactly the way they did. And to me, that's the trouble with cover bands. They're not doing anything creative. They're just duplicating what's already been done. Right, right. But Pop you... on the CD, buddy, or better, put on the vinyl. Oh, oh, we got someone writing in. Sacrilege. I, I, I guess we have a, a Hotel California fan uh, out, out there or, or, or an Eagles fan. Um, or both. <laughs> hey, hey, I said yeah, I like was one. That was all that was said is sacrilege. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, I, I said I like one of these nights, right. and I have one, one of these, and I also have, I have both of the. Uh, uh, well, let's let's just put it this way: Do you like Bruce Springsteen? No. Okay, a lot of people from Jersey they think that oh. Bruce walks on water. And 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 usually and and usually I am not one for Marble Mouth. You know, to me, 
he always, rah, 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 rah. you know, I, I was just exactly, not into him. exactly. But the guy is a cool guy. I like him as a person. There was this story uh, that was told about this guy that goes to a restaurant with his girlfriend and their favorite star of all times came in the restaurant with a buddy of their his. The buddy, the 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 guy that came in the restaurant was, um, was Bono. Okay. Oh. I mean, I don't care about Bono, but so Bono and this guy came in the restaurant, sat down, and they're just kind of watching uh, Bono there, whatever. Bono goes off to the restroom, and they go, "Oh well, let's, you know, we want to be cool, but we don't want to be, you know, going to this deal." So he went to the buddy of of Bono and says. Do you think Bono would mind if we, you know, got a photo and an autograph or something with him? We don't want to mess up your thing. And and the guy says, listen, <clears throat> I'll just ask him and I'll, you know, give you the thumbs up or, you know, or the wave off, you know, for his reaction when he comes back from the bathroom. And we'll be cool. Yeah, I understand. You want to be cool. We want to be cool. No problem. So they go sat down and. Bono comes back, sits down. There's a little conversation, and the guy waves him over. They come over and they have the photograph and this autograph and all the blah blah blah. Thank you very much, and they go sit down. So then the uh, uh, Bono and his friend are done. They leave, and uh, <clears throat> this couple is there, and they're they're getting the check, and the waiter comes, and the waiter says. Oh, um, the guy that was at this table had paid for your meal. Oh, nice. And they go, Bono paid for the meal? No, no, his friend, Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) 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 And it was like, holy shit. That is hilarious. Someone approaches Bruce Springsteen. Hey, can I I meet your friend? (laughs) Yes. Isn't that funny? And he's just so Speaking of uh, Jersey guys, we got venison on the line here. All right. Um. Oh, oh my God! Uh, we have a problem. Hey, Brian, can you talk? I just want to verify something. One, two, one. Okay. Two. Yes. One, uh, no, two. no, no, no. I just want to make sure people can hear Brian because people can't hear venison. Uh, yeah. Uh, my, my... I can hear venison. Hey, venison, how are you doing? No, no, but the. But but the listeners on the okay. stream the streamed is not uh, getting venison because it is streaming from the long wrong audio source. My encoders have taken the wrong, yeah yeah they 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 they, they done fucked up. So let me um, uh, let me uh, try this. Uh, uh, oh there we go. And now I am pound pan. That's why I was pan center. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> really. Now people can hear venison. Are you sure? I, I'm sure. Hey, well, people on, on the YouTubes could hear them all along anyways. So, yeah, uh, fellow Jersey guy, uh-huh. uh, Venison, is here. And I he, see. He's got <laughs> internets now. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. I have a problem. Now the stream can't hear Brian. <laughs> uh, uh, what the fuck source am I supposed <laughs> oh, okay. I want to choose seven eight is what I want to choose. <laughs> Five six is uh, oh, there we go, there we go. So now Brian, talk. 
<laughs> yeah, hey, how are you? Cool. I'm, now I'm, Venison I'm, Talk. I'm on the air again. Uh, you know, this is bringing me back to that GIF one to Twitter. <laughs> okay, everyone can be heard. <laughs> now it's time for me to turn off my mic so that no one can hear me. That's right. <laughs> and we're going to put a, uh, a a bunny with a pancake on his head. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> picture. All right, so I'm sorry to interrupt about uh, this is Bruce Talk right now. <laughs> Bruce Talk, yeah, my ads didn't. Never care for him either. You know, I'm just upset that you had the nerve to disc Hotel California. Oh, here we go. More crap for this. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I think it's a boring song. I like one of it these songs. It was sites. not boring. It was basically no, a miniature horror Johnny? movie. You know what it is, Johnny? The song does have some cool little hooks to it. Yes, it does. Like I said, it has it was cool a- hooks. The words are kind of stupid. But then again, we're talking about rock and roll in the 70s and 80s, you know. Well, yeah. And like I said, it was a horror movie in form Anything form. Anything from, uh, from Fleetwood Mac, you know, it makes no freaking sense. Well, But well, they had good well, It made a lot of sense if you've seen the video. Well, well, well keep in yeah. mind, I, I grew up in the 80s with classic rock radio. I've heard that song a lot of times. Uh, so at this point, it, it, I, I may be burnt out on it. I, I never thought it was a great song to start with, but at this it's point, it's it's been overplayed for me, and I I, I could I I'd, I'd much rather listen to one of these nights. Well, you know, which is, which is fine because when I was in college, right at the stroke of midnight, the acid rock station would play "Stairway to Heaven" every night, and we listened to it every night. After I got out of college, I could not listen to that song until recently because now I'm old enough. I can listen to it and I go, you know what? That is a damn great song. Yes. Yes, it is. Classic. So but there, for dog. years, I could not listen to it. I just was burned out. Well, well, you know, and, and there are people that get burned out on certain things like, you know, don't bring up the doors to Nick. Because all he'll t- because he'll talk about that bus trip to that you know uh, summer camp where where the bus driver just had the eight track of the Doors uh, album with Light My Fire <laughs> just playing the whole time for all you know I, I think the bus trip gets longer every time you he know, tells I'd that story. You know, I never heard that story. You never heard the story about the Doors no. eight track of the bus. You know, because one of my favorite of all time bands is uh, the Doors. Oh well, you got to bring this up to Dick sometime. Uh, wow, even I I'm getting the hint that you don't want to bring it up. To no, Nick no, no. I think you do. You need to hear the story at least <laughs> once. You got to yeah. hear him tell it because it's his story. I'm Damn. not doing yeah. it any justice, but yeah, he, he, he's told me at least three or four times uh, about this bus trip to the summer camp that just played that Doors album with Light My Fire over and over and over the entire bus ride that's uh yeah so that is what the doors make him think oh uh, no i've had it worse than him no because i was in navy and boot camp you know we had a stereo player you know in the uh lounge room and this dude went in there and bring in the you know an a track of jeff you know of jethro tall all i heard was aqualung the entire time I was there. Hey, hey, I got got that in quad, too. Another great great band and another great song. Yeah. And that album, I got so sick of that album, hearing it for, you know, oh, God, how many weeks was that? Well, the great thing about Jethro Tull is is that you just move on to the next album. I think you need to pull out Thick as a Brick. No, no. No, I got tired of hearing his voice. 
Yeah, that is. I, oh. I like that one. Uh, or or um, uh, what's the a benefit? Benefit. That's another great Jethro Tull album. I don't know. For some reason, you know, just I don't know. Just never got it into Tull. Yeah, well, they, it's too bad because they're putting out. Uh, they've remixed Benefit in, in five point one. Uh, they put out the quad mix and a new five point one mix of Aqualung. Uh, 5.1 mix of Thick as a Brick. Uh, they put out a 5.1 mix of, uh, what's the other album long song? Um, oh, that, that one I don't care for that much. Uh, uh, Passion Play. Uh, they put out an unreleased quad well, mix. Know, one, one band oh, that's people. really tough for me to get into because they did it to themselves to me, and that is the first album was Chicago Transit Authority. Right. Then Chicago 2, Chicago 3, Chicago 4, oh, Chicago that, 5. And they're all Chicago. double <laughs> albums. So when you've played through the albums, you have heard so much Chicago, you just kind of go. Yeah, there are so many band. Chicago well, albums. Well, they're not all double. Let's yeah. see. Uh, Chicago Transit Authority 2 and 3 were double albums. 4 was a live box set. Five was a single Steve, album. Steve Edison, he's got to he's got to go for the perfection of five. Five and six were single yeah. albums, though. But then seven, yeah, I believe, right, was a double right, right. album. Eight was yeah, a yeah, yeah, eight yeah, was yeah. a single but album. Again, so many X, were double albums. X was the greatest hits, and I think X was a single album. You know what? The only song that I really liked by Chicago was "Stay the Night." That one was cool. <laughs> Oh come on! Oh, that's not even no, I classic. Like that song. That's not and even. Again, cl- the, that's like the video that's, for that one was cool too. That's like newer Chicago. It's like a, you got to go back to the. Well, you, like I said, you know, maybe it was newer, but that's the only one I really liked by them. The oh. only one that caught my interest. Oh come on! Does anybody really know what time it is? Uh, only the beginning. Uh, Twenty-five or six to four. Uh, oh, make God, me smile. Saturday in the Park. Yeah, those were all in the early albums. Yeah, those are they were the best songs. Those are the in my now. Here, yeah. Now, one thing I find interesting about Chicago is that, uh, well, how many people have been replaced in that band? But they find they seem to find the guy that gets the right sound right as they move forward. Although my I, only problem is that they're not coming out with new material. Yeah, am I right? Well, you How know, old I could they? be wrong at that, but well, but but they can make money uh, doing the whole oldie circuit thing. I mean, they 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 found their groove. They found what works for them. Well, I I, I know I, I I do have a problem with these bands that keep coming back and doing the same old songs. Yeah, well, some of these songs are great to a, lo- a point, but people aren't of these you know that have this talent. They're not writing anymore. Hmm. That's that's my point. That's a like sh- hey, yeah, it is a shame. New? Yeah. You're forgetting these people are aged. <laughs> but but what is cool about what is cool about Chicago is Chicago is a band that had a lot of their material released in quad. Uh, CTA two three five six seven eight nine the greatest hits and X. That's nine albums because the live one wasn't put out in quad. Right, right, but right. nine of their albums released in quad. And and you know what? Uh, it's either later this month or next month. This Blu-ray box set is coming out of all the Chicago Quad mixes. It's like 130 oh, cool. bucks, but it's you know nine yeah. albums in Quad on Blu-ray. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to buy that. Uh, so <laughs> that's going to be an expensive purchase. Yeah. 
here. Oh, I might have to even update that TV set. Yeah. The TV, the TV I set that's plugged into the uh, uh, Denon uh, receiver, you know, with the uh, surround system, you know, with 5.1. Yeah. Actually, it's 6.1, I should say. Right. Uh, that's got just a, uh, a DVD player, not a Blu-ray. Right. Oh, I, Which, of course, if I get Blu-ray, then I'll have to replace that TV. Right. Uh, and so it's, this is an excuse back. lining up to get rid of the big, the big heavy box. Well, if you have a receiver with HDMI, um, I mean, the Blu-ray player probably you could probably get a Blu-ray pra- player that has a component video output, and you could just use both the the HDMI for the audio to the receiver and the component video going out. I would expect a Blu-ray player would uh, output to both of those outputs simultaneously uh, to allow you to uh, use the uh, component video on your TV and still use the HDMI on your receiver. Uh, I'll have to actually look at my receiver. I'm not sure if it has HDMI. Oh, well, if you want surround from Blu-ray, your your best option is uh, a receiver with HDMI. So I'll need to receive my receiver, too. Unless you get a receiver like an Oppo that has analog multi-channel out and you have an analog multi-channel input on your receiver. Right. Wait a minute. But, uh, yeah, it's it's called the Chicago right. Quadio Box, uh, nine-disc Blu-ray set. Um, the pre-order price is actually 145 bucks on Amazon, and it's coming out next Friday, June 17th. Wow. Yeah. Right around the corner. And it was just happenstance that I brought up Chicago. Yeah. I did not plan this promo hit at all. No, there we go. This uh, The show has been brought to you by Chicago. That's right. Who, who, who will flag us for copyright infringement if we play any of their stuff. That's right. Which I can't play Vamp's promo anymore because I get flagged for playing Balls by Sparks uh, whenever I play Vamp's Really? Promo. Do you? Yeah. Do you do? Well, YouTube has a oh, handy feature that yeah. you could mute the spot that the uh, offending material was on. So I've been able to fix that on the uh, uh, episodes that I did that. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, y- you know what? I wanted to talk this week about old school video games. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. And and you know, I I I I wanted to see what your take is on that. What what is what is your all-time favorite arcade game, Brian? Uh I don't know, Pac-Man's pretty cool. That 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 is cool. A, a, a solid yeah. standard. Uh, how 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 far could you get? How good were you with Pac-Man? Did you have Pac-Man fever or just a casual player? Uh, more of a casual player. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, how about you, Venison? Yeah. Uh, any favorite all-time uh, arcade game? Wow. Uh, hard to say because back then in the arcade, I was still in the pinball, but there was one. Uh. It was a spaceship fighting game with a star in the center where you could set the gravity and all like that. And you basically, you know, two, and the two of you battled it out. That one I really liked a lot. <laughs> I can't oh, remember cool. the name of it, though. I remember I had... You're not talking about Space Invaders, though, right? No. It sounds like no, you're no. talking about... A Space Invaders actually was also cool. I liked that. 
Well, that sounds similar to... Although that was outdone by, what I can't remember, how do you say, Galaxic, uh, whatever it's called. No, this was, this was no multi-type you know, type thing. It was just, you know, it was just yeah. two, two ships, you know, you know, two player, two yeah. ships, and, you know, they would fight each other by, you know, by uh, blasting, uh, you know, little star bolts or something. You, 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 know, know, you know, basically star torpedoes. It, it, it's funny because you said gravity, and, and I had a PC game that was very similar to that. That you're two spaceships that you control shooting at each other. You could set one of them to uh, to to be a computer player, but you could also have gravity turned on, which would make the two of you attracted to one another. Uh, or no, not, not one another. The star in the center, you could adjust the gravity well, too. You could turn a you could turn the planet on in the center or off. And if you didn't have the planet on and you had gra- if you had the planet turned off and gravity turned on, you were attracted to star. one another. But if, but well, this is a different version. I had a PC version. It was a planet okay. that that you could turn on in the middle, and you could, and then you turn on gravity, and you'd have gravity towards the planet. It sounds like it was a knockoff or clone of the game that you were uh, talking about. Like I said, it was a PC game, but no, I was. Um, it, well, this it, is an arcade game. That's that's cool. I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, Angry Birds. One of the greatest space. things that ever happened in that game was. You know, I got blown blown apart to the point where all I had was just a little cockpit left. No, you know, no engine, nothing. And I went to orbit around the star. My friend decided he was going to come in for the kill. But <laughs> I got it at just the right point. One torpedo, passed him out of the sky, and he was pissed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the sitting duck that shot back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well. You know, I I like uh, old school arcade uh, games, and uh, my all time favorite, of course, is Donkey Kong. Oh, I love Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, when That's I cool. when I uh, would go to um, my grandparents' house, they had a uh, Commodore sixty four. Uh, I guess my, I'm not sure the the origins of it, but there was a a five and a quarter inch floppy they had that had. Um, like about 10 games on it or whatever, and you type in the right command, and, and it would load a menu of the games, uh, and, and you, you press the button. And it had Space Invaders. Uh, it, it had Donkey Kong, so that was what I knew for Donkey Kong. And, and I'm at the Ooh, point... That was it. Defender. Defender. That was an awesome game. <laughs> oh, that's right. And they had a... Uh, you know, that's one of the games that they... Uh, if you ever bought the Pac-Man Fever album, uh, they every song is devoted to an arcade game and i remember uh, there was one i'm the defender and, you know, so they uh <laughs> it was come on come on and do the donkey kong yeah it was uh <laughs> oh defender was so awesome especially we had all those pods with all those you know with all the ufos in it you get like nine of them on screen but then you hit that smart bomb at just the right point you get all of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> But, but anyways, I was uh, for some reason I I, I, I start recently thinking you, you know what, what game was fun that was never my favorite but but I enjoyed and I wouldn't mind playing again was Cubert and and Cubert I mostly played on on the Nintendo. And I think I had that on an Atari twenty six hundred. I think. Yeah. Oh, cool. And, and, I think I did. And, yeah, that was cool. And, and yeah. What's cool is to see the different versions of the same game. And Cuba was an interesting game. And and here I'm gonna I'm actually gonna um what what did I just do? I just did something. Oh, there we go. Huh. I I hit enter on the wrong window. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm actually going ah. to uh, 
I'm actually going to bring up Qbert uh, right now. Is uh, yeah, share the screen. Hello, I'm and, and the great thing about the arcade version of Qbert that I didn't realize because I only ever played Qbert on like a computer or a PC <laughs> or or a Nintendo was that Qbert said all those weird things, and none of the uh, console versions really had that same uh, uh, feature. Let's see. I don't think this is going to work. Oh, it is working. There you go. See? You can see Qbert. And, uh, yeah. But but the thing is, is that in order in order to get Qbert to work right on the emulator, you have to actually download WAV files of his speech and, and, and put it into a folder because the, the, the emulator doesn't properly create those sounds. And the other thing about Qbert that you can't create on, on, on the emulator, Qbert actually had a pinball machine part in the cabinet that would thump the cabinet when he or the snake fell off the edge. So he'd go, whoa, and it'd be a thump, a literal thump from the cabinet. And it's like, wow, that's cool. Huh. But here we go. It's... I'd be there for hours in pinball port. Yeah. So, yeah, here we go. Classic game. And and I, and I love the sounds he makes now that I got this all working right. So I wanted to kind of show you the different versions of... Uh, here we go. Oops. Snake, snake, snake. Let's lure the snake off the edge. Thump. You can hear him hit the ground. <laughs> there we go. That's, uh, so that's what the arcade uh, machine looks like. But the thing I thought was cool about the Nintendo is that the Nintendo made better... Oh, and there you go. And, and you got to love a video game that involves cursing. I mean, look at he... <laughs> the, 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 Qbert curses every time he dies. <laughs> that, that, that right there is great. And you could make him commit suicide. Oh. <laughs> What's not to like? Okay. <laughs> so there we go. I've, I've been having fun with that lately. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, actually, there's one game console I kind of like. Mattel, you know, yeah, I think it was Mattelevision. They had this one game called B-17 Bomber that was awesome. <laughs> we just go into Germany, bomb shit, and you, yeah, you get attacked, you know, by fighters and, and flak. And sometimes, you know, you get really beat up and you got to try to make it back, you know, to England and land. <laughs> One time I got so pissed because I almost made it. Almost made it a half a mile from the runway. Crash. Oh. Dang. Bummer. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I found the Atari 2600 version of Qbert. Oh, let's see. I haven't seen that in a long time. Um. I seem to have lost my mouse. Because when I was watching your video the, a minute ago, it's like I don't remember that. Yeah, that's that's the arcade is uh, that. Yeah. But no, nah, here's here's what you remember. Let's see if I can get this to work. Oh, yeah, there we I go. Don't, I don't remember the pyramid part. The Cubert was always a pyramid game. You must be thinking of a different game because that's the thing that Cubert's like known for is that it's. Well, I remember the the, the cubes that you're bouncing on. I don't remember that it was shaped like a pyramid like that, though. Huh. No, that's always been. I guess. I. Not quite as uh, high-tech as the arcade version. 
Right, right. <laughs> he doesn't swear. No. Well, actually, he does a see exclamation point hashtag question mark. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah they yeah, they they have they have him swearing. Know, just just that with the vocal. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Uh, yeah. It's it's still fun to play. It's not quite the same as the arcade, but uh, and hey, I could still commit right. suicide. There he goes. Splat. Splat. <laughs> uh oh. I uh oh. I guess I use up all my guys. That's a game over. Uh huh. Okay. Now this is your emulator that runs on on Windows box. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm playing this okay. on, on Windows now. Of course, my real introduction to um, Cubert actually was. Um, let's see if I can get this to work. Because uh, the, the other week you were talking about some, uh, uh, you were doing some game emulation on uh, Raspberry Pi, weren't you? Yeah. We gotta sneak in some Raspberry Pi in there. Uh, yeah, I, and I don't, I don't have the uh, Raspberry uh, uh, Pi uh, set up this week because I haven't done anything new with it. Okay. Uh, I did try to get some of the arcade games to work in the Raspberry Pi, and I haven't uh, been yeah. successful at that. And then I haven't touched it. Although I brought the Raspberry Pi with me to the shore uh, last weekend, and yeah. my my dad uh, bought Samsung TVs for the shore house, and yeah. um, for some reason. Uh, I, the 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 Samsung TVs did not like uh, the video that the Raspberry Pi was putting out, and all it was saying oh. was you know can't display. And I didn't have anything else I could hook it up to to try to you know bring up a prompt and modify the settings any. So I was uh, SOL as far as Raspberry Piing at the shore, uh, which was uh, really uh, frustrating. Now did you plug it in first and then reboot the Pi? Oh, I tried everything. I tried booting it, plugged in, okay. not plugged in, plugging it in after booting, plugging in before booting it. I uh, tried both Samsung TVs. Uh, could not. Because you know, uh, on my machine, in fact, this is a Samsung monitor. As I'm pointing into space, or the, the Samsung monitors. Oh well, let's, let me let me put it uh, on. If the monitor's turned off and I reboot reboot a computer. Then it comes in wackadoodle mode. Huh, weird. So I have to have the screen on, and, and I have my Radio Shack video selector. So I have to be selected to that Pi, boot it while the monitor's there sitting staring, so it so the Pi will come up in the right video mode for the monitor. Oh, let's turn that down. Uh, yeah. And actually it works. It just works. It has. It says, a you know, the default is a lower resolution. Right. So it's thinking it's sending it to probably one of those little touchscreen things. Now this here was my introduction to Qbert. <coughs> this is a, a Qbert knockoff called Jaybird, and I had actually it was a bootable five and a quarter inch floppy that I, with our first computer. That you put it in, you turn on the computer, it automatically boots up to the floppy on a uh, uh, Commodore Pet. Uh, on, on, no, this is on, on a PC. A um, oh, eight, okay. an eighty eighty eight running DOS 2.11. Uh, this is a, a, a Qbert clone called Jaybird. See, it's a little bird. Yeah. That, but it's, it, it's it, 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 same old, same only different. Yeah, yeah. It 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 copies everything Qbert has with the little uh, level yeah, screens. Right. 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 Uh, the the balls uh, falling down the pyramid. Uh, instead of having a disc that you uh, jump on to fly up to the top, uh, they got wings on the side. 
Oh, and and the bird even curses. <laughs> I'll be damned. There we go. Bird gave the word. Yeah. Have you heard yeah. about the bird? That's right. There we go, and we finished uh, the first screen. Boing. But what was really difficult about Qbert was because usually I wasn't good enough at Qbert to get past level two because level one was four screens and it was basically you know change the color on on each space. Level two, you had to touch each space twice, and and then level three was you had to change the color, but if you touched it the first time. It changed it to the color you need to change it to. If you touched it again, it it reversed back. So going back and forth, you had to eventually get everything on the right color, which presents a challenge. And now we got cats jumping around on the pyramid here in this it version. They sound like frogs. Yeah, cats that sound like frogs. Uh, there we go. Oh, ooh, that's, uh, that's a blue ball. That freezes. There we go. Wow, I, I I think we found the version Excellent. that I'm good at here. So yeah, going for high score. Go, yeah, there we go. Although we're playing a novice version, so yeah. Okay. That's uh, there we go. There we go. We're gonna. I might get to level two. Uh oh, I got a snake. Oh, oh, it's chasing so me. So I was uh, uh, reading this. Uh, it's just weekly. No, in fact, I think it's daily. Yeah. This, this daily uh, set of uh, things that people are doing with Raspberry Pis and Arduinos and whatever else. Uh, they're called Instructables. So you put together a, uh, a project and then you post the project to this Instructables site. And so this guy made this thing with a Raspberry Pi in it. Right. That has a, you know, a, a sound speaker, microphone, a camera. He puts in a lens and he backlights the lens with LEDs. And it's a uh, HAL, you know, from the movie. Ah, uh, oh, you know, yes. I'm sorry, thing. Dave. And and part yeah. of the project is to download the different soundtracks from, you know, sound bites from this other website. Mm. And so I went to the other website just to kind of look at and listen to it and just, you know, you know, open the pod board, door bay and, you know, all these, you know, kind of different things from the movie. And they don't even bother to edit out any of the side noises that are going on. Right. You know, just purely from the, you know, rip off from the movie. So like, yeah, if I played anything, it would probably get a copyright infringement. Um, but I got the idea that, and and the, the, and then this lens with the backlit thing would glow like a howl type of thing. But it didn't. It didn't really do much. You know, the idea is that this is a, you know, a, a computer that you respond like Alexa. But it really kind of didn't. It would just have sound bites that it would play. Well, that's that's a lot of Raspberry Pi no. projects. It uh, it's yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's Something cool. You need, although you can nowadays, you can download and have Alexa on your Raspberry Pi. Oh, that's cool. 
Amazon said, hey, let's do it. We want to be everywhere. So uh, they're throwing Alexa on everything. Although I don't believe that it's open source. Well, that's I'm too not bad. real sure. Because this guy's thing is open source. I think the idea is he wants people to go in and then expand it to be like a real how. And, and, and remember, if, if Alexa gives you trouble, all you have to do is say really loudly, Alexa, shut up! <laughs> yeah, like that helped. <laughs> it worked the second time he said it. <laughs> Alexa, shut up! <laughs> oh, man, that's like the old school computer games, though. The DOS text ones. Oh yeah, those were great. I, I, you know, this, um, this friend oh, of mine. God, why aren't I doing this? This I'm, guy I know, you know online is just totally into that. He has absolutely yeah. no interest in the in, in, in any kind of graphics at all. All character based. Not even like yeah. the TRS eighty had those graphic characters that make it look like real graphics. Was really just mm. you know sets of pixels that you would turn on. Uh, Oh, he would have you know, loved this one, though. And these people are still around, and I don't know why I haven't gone back in there yet. When a few years ago, I used to be, oh, I used to love this game, Lord, Legend of the Legend Red of the, Dragon. Oh, my God, I was going to say, I used to play this Legend of the Red Dragon with a group of people in the Sailor Moon chat room. <laughs> oh, and, man. Uh, there, there's, a, you know, there's a website you know, that, uh, does tor- that does it tournament style. And there's and they got you know several different games set up. One for a quick game, and one for the full version. The full version is a trip because it's got all of those you know in-game modules, you know like 33 of them. <laughs> and they go with all these different places. And they're all interconnected, and it makes the game incredible. You can even go to different servers and harass the people over there, which I did a lot. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course you did. You know, and, you know, the thing is, you know, when, before I got there, you know, after a while, it's already getting to the point of, yeah, they would just play it and play it and, that, and do that sort of thing. But when I got there, yeah, I treated it like an RPG. I went in there with one, you know, with the character I went in there with, and I messed that place up. <laughs> because someone is, you know, somebody... I, think, I think we found our, uh, our topic there, Johnny. Yeah. Because we just uh-huh. totally blew past our uh break break hour half hour ago yeah I totally well, blew through it well i was thinking of that but venison had called in right around the time we would have gone to break and i didn't want to put him on hold so i i oh, was well. just like whatever fuck breaks yeah you know yeah i was just yeah. noting the <laughs> yeah holy shit we found our uh we found our groove we found yeah. our groove now now now, now and venison's you know. part of it how's that cool uh gears when you played lord did you ever see some of the you know some of the weird instruments they had, like for instance, you know, did you have mutant chickens to play with? I think I, I don't think we played the same version that you played. <laughs> oh well, it, you know, like I said, you gotta do you gotta do the IGMs. The mute my mutant chickens. I love my mutant chickens. There it was five of them would go out, you know, onto the list and just randomly attack five players. And each of them would do different things. 
uh, quite a few of them got mounted by mutant chickens. <laughs> they got banged. <laughs> <laughs> Making more mutant chickens, huh? <laughs> yeah, you get fucked by a mutant chicken and uh, die. You know what? But nothing is as <laughs> fucked up as the uh, NHB staff and, and listeners playing Helmu. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's when um, uh, Damon and Liam discovered a, uh, a bit of a coding error in, in Helmu. Helmu was this like anything goes uh, text uh, multiplayer environment uh, type of game. And, and there was this orphanage with all these kids that you do horrible things to. Uh, and, and, and someone got the people running it to actually create a little Billy in, in the orphanage. Oh, God. Uh, okay. But but uh, uh, the thing I remember was uh, Damon and Liam conversation about that, where Liam pointed out to Damon that he peed in his ass. <laughs> because uh, uh, apparently <coughs> there were commands that you could relieve yourself, you could pee, and, and there were commands that you could do things sexual with other people. And for some reason, Damon and Liam decided to have some virtual gay love and, and, and Helmu. And, 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 and Damon was balls deep in the Liam. And, and Damon decided, let's see what happens if I type in the command to pee. And, and sure enough, he relieved himself while he was in Liam's ass. <laughs> Okay, and, 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 and Brian's just sitting here, like nodding his, shaking his head, like I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> oh well, well, that kind of beats the uh, mad dog thing they used to do. You know, when you kill a character, you know, you release a mad dog on him. You know, the dog will eat the dead character and then shit him out on the side of the road. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, and then eat that. that. Was- <laughs> you know, that was, like I said, you know, with Lord when it's all dressed up, and gives some pretty weird things. Yeah. Well, I remember, I mean, I played a pretty straightforward uh, Lord. It was probably in the early 2000s when, uh, during that period of time when I was after college, still living in Jersey, oh, living in my parents' house. You didn't get a hold of the blowfly that you would stick, you know, that you would stick in, you know, sabotage the bathrooms with. So somebody goes to the bathroom, the blowfly would crawl up his ass and make him shit all over the place. I, well, I just remember um, <laughs> it was a pretty straightforward game. But I think there was like a bar where you could hit on the, 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 the uh, barmaid there. And and if yeah. you were if you were good you could get get her to marry you which only lasted like a few days I I married her at least once um, and 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 then you could be, uh, break into other people's rooms to kill them in their sleep uh, and steal their money and and I managed to somehow get a strong a strong enough weapon that I was able to break into the room of the wealthiest person and and kill him in his sleep. And, and that got me some bank, and I went and bought the expensive weapon, and I went and killed the red dragon. And, and so, yeah, I, uh, I, unfortunately, it sounds like I didn't have nearly as much fun as you had with your mutant chickens there. Because, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Oh, especially if you went to the high school. That was you know, another module. If you went to the high school, you can go up there and fuck all the cheerleaders and stuff like that. But unless you bring Bubba with you, the principal might randomly catch you. And rape you. No! Yeah, that, uh, Unless you bring Bubba. Are you sure you're you know, playing Leisure Suit Larry? Leisure, <laughs> leisure Suit Larry. Well, this, 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 this was in Lord. You know, unless you bring Bubba, right. you, then you can unleash Bubba on the principal, and he'll, and he'll rape the principal. You know what? Funny thing. The first Leisure Suit Larry 
is actually yeah. based on a text adventure game that pretty much had the exact same plot line. I, I'm, I'm not I surprising. Like that. <laughs> I mean, the graphics was not exactly high res. No, no, but the graphics really took it. But, but, but uh, if you bought like the Leisure Suit Larry uh, 1 through 6 game pack, it came with the text adventure uh, original game that they based uh, Leisure Suit Larry off of. Which is, you know, because oh, okay. it, because let's face it, the first game, yeah, it had graphics, and yeah, you use your arrow keys to walk around, but you were typing in your commands uh, with the keyboard doing your basic, you know, two-word uh, text commands. Uh, so it really was a text adventure game with graphics added. Um, and that, right, 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 oh, right. I loved that. I was I was too young for that game, but I loved that game. That did not stop me. And, and I, I fucking hated the five-question quiz that you had to pass to to uh, get into the game, and 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 my you know my mom she didn't care she'd let me play it. My dad he'd be pissed off if he found out I was playing it, and and and, and, and unfortunately I, I was stupid. And how would I get busted? I know at least once I got busted playing Leisure Suit Larry because mom was on the phone, and I couldn't pass the quiz, and so I got paper uh, paper and pencil and wrote the question out. Handed it to mom. She circled the correct answer. Handed it back to me while still talking on the phone. I go up and beat the quiz. And and and, and dad's like, yeah, I know you've been playing that game. You you left the paper lying on the floor with the question <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> Busted. <laughs> yeah, but then but then my brother Greg he ruined it because now I was. Not supposed to be not of the right age to be playing it, but I was, you know, probably preteen age when I'm playing the game. Greg, however, was a few years younger than me. Uh, he really shouldn't be watching me play this game. And um, and and what did Greg do? Greg did the stupid thing. He goes to school and tells all his friends about this cool game, Leisure Suit Larry, that I play. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 my my mom was not happy when she got a phone call. From another kid's mother, going, your son's telling my son about this really fresh game, and and we we don't let our kids play stuff like that. What you let your kids do is fine, but can you just please not have them talk to my kids about this stuff? I, and, oh oh, she was she was embarrassed and she was pissed. Yeah, big mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn it, Greg, shut up. <laughs> yeah, there. Are- it's at some point you just gotta shut the fuck up. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. We're not supposed to be doing this. Don't go bragging about it. Yeah, that's okay. You talking about your five questions? There's, there's one other thing that was a little tough and lured too, because you you what there was you know you had one other option where you could use a nuclear missile. Thing is, you had to punch in the right you know, the right code for it. And sometimes it would take seven game tries to do it. But once you could launch that missile, ooh, it would devastate the player list. <laughs> that that oh, would do oh. it. Yeah. And after a while, people actually started congratulating me because I would, because of all the chaos I was causing in the game. So I was making it exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Keep people on their toes. <laughs> Mutant chickens everywhere. <laughs> Oh, I've been playing some uh, mobile strike on uh, the iPhone, which, of course, uh, you, they got a whole shitload of ads out. Uh, so, some with Arnold, 
talking about the game, which I find funny because the advertising looks nothing like the game. I mean, it doesn't play the way the ad makes it sound. So it's hilarious. But and you have some super users that are, you know, they're just there to to beat your ass uh, and they'll do anything. You know, they'll kind of there's a lot of unwritten rules. You're not supposed to attack, uh, you know, this and that and the other thing. And they do. They just go in and devastate. And, you know, like, hey, the, the game doesn't stop you from doing what they're doing. So, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Too bad. You know. Oh, you, you, you know what? But getting back to, to the the arcade classics, uh, I, I got to say, I, I, I uh, discovered an old favorite, rediscovered an old favorite this past week. And, and uh, this one, I, I have to say, I think the Commodore 60 version is better than the arcade version. Um, either are you familiar with an arcade game called Kicks? Kicks. Q I X. Kicks. Uh, I barely remember it. But I not really. think so. Are you, you got that one you're going to pull up too? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to pull up the arcade version first, just to. Uh, but I think the arcade version ha- has annoying sounds. Uh, but um, what is it? It's 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 basically trying to fill in. Uh, over seventy five percent of of an area without uh, getting touched by the, uh, the 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 kicks. Um, so I'm I'm gonna screen okay. share uh, here. It, yeah, that's real. Uh, so you you basically are controlling this thing that moves around the border of the screen, and and if you hit a button, you can move out and and start drawing a line in an area. And if you close off an area, it fills it in. But, oh, but, this game. But there's this sticks, uh, this kicks, this thing that's moving around the middle, and if it touches you, it, it kills you. So let's right. see. We'll we'll um, drop a coin, hit my start button, and uh, but yeah. So I'm moving around the border here, and then there's also those sparkly things that are going around the border that if you, you touch them, they uh, they hurt you. Oh, there we go. So I've just filled in an area there, and you can right, do right, 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 right. This oh. game I do remember. And and and, and you this have a was cool. and you have a fast and slow button, and if you go slow, it fills it in red, and that's worth more points. But if you move fast, it's blue, and that's only worth half the points of right. Red. Ooh, that was close. But wow, yeah. But the thing that sucks about this version of the game is is that all the levels look the same. The yeah. cut. Co- you're dead. The the Commodore 64 version changed the colors each level, and it didn't have the annoying humming sound. So, let me just um, bring up the Commodore 64 version. I can't remember what version I was playing that on. Was that on the Atari 2600? Probably. I guess. I'd imagine so. It seemed to me, remember, when you went to, like, level 2 or 3... Then you had two of those, you know, zapper characters that were after yeah, you. I, I think and that's how it got harder. I think in the arcade version you could get two of them. Uh, the Commodore sixty four version didn't do that though, uh, so yeah. that, that varied from version. But I, like I said, I played that was one that was on my grandparents' Commodore sixty four, and I used to love that game. And and I like that the Commodore sixty four version doesn't have the annoying humming sound and changes color on each level because it's nice to have right. a variety of. Uh, color i just have to um i have to uh configure um 
my Commodore 64 emulator to work right. Uh, all right, so I got to set that to game port 2. I got to calibrate my joystick. There we go. Hit all my buttons. And um, there we go. So now we'll do uh, here. You know what? We might as well start screen sharing this right now so people can uh, uh, look at the uh, beautiful uh, blue screen. Uh, yeah, th doesn't, doesn't that bring back memories right there, Brian? Uh, no. No? No, you never play with the Commodore 64? Uh, actually, no. Oh, okay. All right. Well, this is what the Commodore 64 looks like. And here we go. We're going to bring up kicks. Uh, and um, uh, well, there we go. Um, uh, you see, this is what this version looks like. And if you hold down the button, it goes slow. But if you let the button go, it goes faster. And see, level one, uh, fast uh, areas uh, are blue, slow areas orange. But um, here, I'll um, beat the first level just so that you can see that it, it changes color as you go into this. Let's, uh, oh, ooh, that was, uh, whoa, ooh, it was, uh, this is, Close, whoa, 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 hey. All right, all right. Do we got it? Do we got it? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Eighty-two percent. So now, now the background is still white here, but there we go. Doing it slow, you get you get red. Uh, doing it fast, you get purple. Uh, you, you see, it changes, and then the background changes colors at times. It, it just keeps it more variety. And you know what? This game works as a quiet game. Ah. And you get sounds where you need sounds, like you know, it does the. <laughs> when it hits you but no I, I i have to say in the version that i had there was a sound on the thing and if i remember it was kind of like a you know electronic uh, yeah know, yeah or a buzzing bee or however you want to uh, right describe it. They, they were emulating the and that was cool because you, you know you yeah oh. almost made it man oh the tri dreaded triple play um, well, let's see if I have a, uh, a 2600 version of it, because uh, I do have a lot of 2600 games. So let's, um, I'm just bringing up the emulator, but, but yeah, you, uh, you, you used to play it. That's, that's cool. That's, and that one's, yeah. just, it's a simple game, but you bring it up, it's like, oh yeah, that, that is a cool one. In fact, there was a, there was a game on the TRS-80 where you, you know, you had the screen, same kind of thing, and you controlled this little... A snake that would be growing. The longer you you make it, it it drags its tail around, and then it would break off, filling out that space. So you would keep, you know, the space would get smaller and smaller and smaller. And the thing that would kill you is if you hit the border. Right. So you know you you wanted to draw your lines very tightly together to make it really long. Right. And that's how you. You did up the score in the game. That was cool. I was, and that's a lot like this uh, uh, kicks game. Same, only different in a way. But I mean, the big strategy was kind of the same, where you wanted right. to block off an area. Right. Um, uh, there was no version of kicks for the twenty six hundred, for what I'm reading online. Oh, okay. Um, but you probably played it on something. But, uh, yeah, yeah I'm thinking that's what I had it on, but I, what, I, I don't, whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, I've been uh, having fun with that. The only thing is, is that part of me is like, because uh, you know, like Cubert and and the Commodore 64 stuff, I've been using this uh, modified Nintendo controller to play those games, which is adequate because I got a direction pad and I got buttons. Yeah, but it's not authentic, and y y you know what? I actually 
want to buy a um, joystick that is the same model of the joystick that uh, my grandparents had for the Commodore 64 because they had some type of a... I believe the Commodore 64 took the same type of joysticks uh, that an Atari would take. It was the same port. And, uh, but they didn't have the Atari type of joystick that was just the little stick and the red button on the side. They had something that was gray that had a button on top of the joystick. And I found... Yeah, the Atari 2600, the about as non-ergonomic that you could ever get. Right. I mean, a straight stick, you held the base if it wasn't down on something, and your hand would be hurting. And then, of course, it wasn't, uh, you know, there was no, it was just either up, down, left, right, or center position. Right. You know, it was just, you know, it was an on-off, you know, like a sop with camel. Yeah, well, the thing is, though, you could buy other joysticks that would connect to an Atari 2600, and the Commodore 64 had the same port. That's what I think I'm reading online. This is the joystick that, uh, the model joystick that I used um, on the Commodore 64 at my grandparents' house. And so I'm yeah. thinking, like, I totally want to just buy this off eBay right now and then find some kind of a adapter to adapt 2600 joysticks to USB. And, and, and that way I could use this joystick with my Commodore 64 emulator. Right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm thinking, of, but that's one of those things that it's like. So start Googling for adapters to do that. And I have Googled. I someone has it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm like, you know, yeah, these are <coughs> things that, you know, as soon as I'm told, hey, you're hired and whoopee, I'm making more money, I'm going to celebrate by, like, you know, buying some joysticks. And, uh, right. And, I was uh, happy with my flight. So I think too. it's a cool thing is Raspberry Pi, you know, they have these different projects where you're building like a Game Boy box and it has the buttons and everything laid out the same with the little screen. I think that's kind of cool. That is it's cool. It's not quite classic, but it's kind of cool. And one one of the thing was the old Nintendo, you know, the N- Nintendo cigarette box that had the buttons, you know, you know the the cross shaped buttons. Right. With the screen in the middle, so you're not projecting to a screen. You've got the little screen in the middle. Hmm. I think that's kind of cool because then you have a standalone deal. Uh, in fact, like Adafruit sells, in fact, has the whole parts of everything. They just don't sell the case because, oh, they give you the uh, drawing for a 3D printer. Uh, like like I have access to a 3D printer. <laughs> well, <laughs> you could afford one, Brian. Yeah, I don't want one because I would never, I, I would use it once. You know, no, I, you, you know, wouldn't. I just. Oh, Brian! No, I would. B- Brian, think of it. You can, you know, you can three D. There are. Now. There is a guy that's selling this case. I think it's three D printed. He doesn't say that's on eBay. So you can actually buy the case, just not from uh, this Adafruit uh, vendor. Is, is there anyone that's out there doing services that, like, hey, you, you know, just uh, shoot me an email with the plan? And I'll I'll print it out to you for you know this much money. Plus I don't I don't shipping. I don't know. The other thing that would be cool is if there was uh, local computer clubs that would pool their money to get uh, like a three D printer or something like that. And you'd meet and talk about different projects and shit. And hey, who wants to use the three D printer this week? Okay, yeah, here you go. Well, well, Brian, I'm thinking you can afford a 3D printer. And right here, we've talked about all kinds of different things we could do with a 3D printer. Not only your own personal projects and your Raspberry Pi stuff, but 
uh, maybe you could, you know, hit up these online groups and start saying, you know, taking orders. Hey, you need something printed, you know, for, uh, you know, this much money plus uh, this much for equipment plus shipping. I, I will print your, you know, send me the plans. I will print it and send it to you. And, uh, of course, that beats. Well, with it, this would be the same as you putting up a, a – uh a shingle that says, uh, I'll uh, do your quad mix for you. Right, except God, I, you can 3D you'd want so to do it, but you don't now. have the time to do it. Well, but, but you're That's retired, the, Brian. You had the time to do this. I have all these other things that I want to do. That's like, the trouble. Like what? Like what? Like what? Uh, all these funky little projects on the Raspberry Pi, for example. Right, right. And the, and, and the 3D printer, to, you're buying the 3D to printer. Go, or to go fishing or whatever. Well, you're buying, I have a lot of things that I want to do. Well, yeah, and, and these projects could, you know, be enhanced with your 3D printer. Yeah, just set uh, the 3D print something, then go fishing. And then you could, you know, maybe you can, you know. you. That's could, true, because it's going to take hours for it to go. Of course, exactly. you need to come back from fishing, and you'll have a blob. You kind of go, oh. Go again. <laughs> or it catches fire and burns down the house. <laughs> uh don't don't say that again. Got that microwave. Oh Yeah. What happened to your microwave? <laughs> yeah, that I was scary as hell. <laughs> I what don't happened? know. It was it was just sitting here and I just saw this bright poof, you know, bright blue flash coming out of the den. I heard bleh. <laughs> you know, then smoke started pouring out of the den. I was oh shit! <laughs> Ran in there. Thank God it was all inside the machine. It didn't catch the curtains on fire or nothing. But wow. yeah, after twenty five years, was it a built-in you know, or was it a uh, standalone? Standalone. It wasn't yeah. even on. It was just sitting there. Wait, so uh, you weren't yeah. even running it? It just oh, spontaneously yeah. combusted? <laughs> yeah, it just spontaneously blew up. Can that, you know, but when I was a kid, are, my know. folks had a, uh, you know, with this old percolating yeah, coffee. The wires were really old and corroded. That that did that when we were out of the house. We came back and there's a big old burn spot, you know, in the countertop. Hmm. That was kind of scary. So, what did you yeah, hit it? Actually, see it happen? That's scary. Uh, so did you well, get that, and that would have been, but in fact, this case was scary because holy shit, it could have been a lot worse, you know, so as did... it out, it was a, a spot right next to the sink. And my dad said, Oh, okay, we'll just cut out that piece of the corner. We put in, you know, butcher block was kind of popular at the time. So we popped in a hunk of butcher block repaired job. done. So did you get it with the fire extinguisher or how'd you get the fire out? No, it it went out by itself. You know, like I said, all it did was just spark yeah. really badly. You know, yeah. you know, the wires burned up on the insides and released smoke, and then it stopped. <laughs> so it cooked itself. It cooked itself, <laughs> and then you removed now, it the from scary the building. The thing is that blue, the blue flash. That's kind of scary. I worked with a guy when I was working. Oh, at a nuclear weapons plant, and apparently the guy got into IT because production job had been on the factory floor and he apparently had witnessed what they call the blue flash of nuclear materials oh going yeah that's one thing you don't want to see usually that's the last no. thing you see and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah in fact i get the idea that it was he was lucky that 
it wasn't the last thing that he saw. I mean, how did he see that in a scenario that it it, it wasn't uh, something that killed him? I mean, what uh, what's the story there? Uh, it might have been that he was far enough away that it didn't kill him. Wait, so he was... Uh, now, when you say the blue flash, like there was a nuclear detonation? No. <laughs> uh, well, n- well, no. It was a nuclear event where enough fissionable material got go- got together that there was, let's just say, some activity. I see some kind of release of energy. There was there but was one not of the Manhattan full scale chain. One reaction. of the Manhattan Project movies actually showed this type of event. This was you know twenty years ago, where there was an accident, nuclear material kind of fell against each other. There was a flash, and everybody would chalk the place they were standing on the in the room. And then they were measuring distances where people were, and then they kind of followed their medical history following that. Some of these guys died in a matter of days. Ooh. They go, okay, so if you're this close, you're going to be dead. If you're this far, hey, you're, you're, you may survive. You may get cancer, but you may survive. So this, this place, uh, uh, you, you die in days. Not exactly the quickest uh, death, but uh, at least right. it won't be yeah, dragged out over death. years. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mental note, thank God to yourself that you became an electronics technician, non-nuclear physicist. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, and I didn't take the microwave out of the house. That, you know, because after a while, yeah, it got to me. It was like, I got to see what happened and tried to take it apart. Only to find out one screw in there won't come out. I got to drill it out. And then the cover screws are these weird hexagonal type things. So I got to see if I still got any of those around. Oh, yeah. They put things together so that you can't get them apart. It's a bit major piss off. You you know, I think there's a reason why the microwave was built so that you can't uh, get get it apart. Mind you, Venison, this thing almost killed you once. And, and, and your response is, let's open that up so I can get closer to the things that nearly okay, killed so, me. <laughs> so uh, when we moved into this house, we moved all this you know, stuff back the other week with moving van and all this. Hey, I was a radar we tech. Up, we went to set up the bed, and we realized that, oh, we forgot parts. Oh, like the bed slats. So this bed ain't going together. So last week when we down, went down, we had the bed slats. We got there. We were starting to put it together, and we realized, oh, we don't have a fucking Allen head wrench, so we can actually put it together. Oh, <laughs> so, bummer. Yeah, so in the same line is, why the fuck are they using Allen head wrenches on something like this? Yeah. So you can't put it back together? Well, it keeps, exactly. the, Allen, it keeps the Allen wrench people in business. But uh, That's right. speaking of people that are handy with their tools, we got exactly. Dune on the line. That's right. Hey, Dune. I don't have an Allen wrench, but I got a scaffold. <laughs> yeah, there you All go. Right. You know, just give Dune a call. He'll come over the scaffold and get that bed <laughs> yeah. put together in no time. It'll be on no, the ceiling. No but... <laughs> time at all. That about taking a microwave apart. Hey, it's the oppressed one. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I didn't. What? The oppressed one's on the air. I didn't realize you had. Yeah, yeah, venison. Venison. We had a little moment for you. We were really feeling oh, bad God. for you yesterday. 
<laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, I just, I just so sad that you just you have to leave such a, you know, you have to work in such a hostile environment. <laughs> Taking all those rules. Actually, from the only man. had one hostile. Actually, only had one hostile environment. <clears throat> No, I'm talking Bitch. about your radio station. Oh yeah, they had the rules oh, that they won't—they won't let you promote other shows. Yeah you, yeah, you can't promote because they're afraid of me. <laughs> you know, well, the thing that a lot of stations do that—they fear the no, 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 no. A lot of stations don't do that. No, nah, most of my station does that. <laughs> yeah, oh, 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 now we know where the problems. Yeah, are. try to do that on Mushroom Radio. <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of Mushroom Radio, we just promoted them. <laughs> Mushroom Radio. Mushroom Radio. So these okay. different internet radio stations that have limited amount of users and listeners are uh, kind of proprietary on who's being promoted where. Right. right. There, there, there are really? some stations that don't want you to mention other stations while you're on their stream because they don't want. Because uh, they're it. fucked up. The, the thought is, is Thank that you. they're the competition. And, and you know yeah. what? It, Competition for the three users, that's, listeners. That's that's not how I roll, but certainly yeah. people are entitled to run their stations the way they want to. Um, but yeah, they uh, Venison does his uh, show over on another station I will not name, uh, and uh, <laughs> Dune was writing to him and trying to get a free plug for HeatFMRadio.com uh, uh, for the five hit with Dune Saturdays. Uh, 11 p.m. Eastern. See how easy that is, Venison. See how easy See that how is? Easy. And I just did that right now. You just now. rolled off your tongue. But you can't do that on the station that Venison does his show. Right. Not allowed to do that. Because they won't let you. Well. That was a, that was a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> I just wow. I just didn't know Venison like, followed the rules like that. I was really... The, the man I is keeping him have, down. They must have really... In case should I really, do? <laughs> it must have really put the heat on you. They, the no man is holding him down. Keeping him in his place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just trying to get along. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't try to make waves much. <laughs> much. That's a ripple here and there. <laughs> but anyways, we've reached that sad uh, moment of the show where it is time yeah. to put another fun-filled edition of... Insert title here. ...to bed. So uh, once again, thank you everyone for uh, listening to the show. But we do try to be educational uh, around here, and so uh, thank you, Dune, for calling in. And we'll start with you, Dune. What have you learned this week? I've learned that this is only a two-hour show, and I should probably call in earlier if I want to <laughs> be more part of it. <laughs> it's all a learning process. Yes, there That's we go. Right. Dune, Dune learned by getting it right under the wire there. Yeah, uh, Venison. What have you learned? Oh, I've learned that you like to play video games that I've never even heard of, and I got to go back to playing mine. There we go. And Brian, what have you learned? Uh, that it is actually fun, kind of reminiscent about uh, the old classic video games. Uh, well, that I haven't played in years. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, you but, know what? You need to. And we didn't even get the Tetris. Oh my right. God! Well, we got to save something for next week. Uh, right. you, you know what? You got a retro. Of course, p- you know. That's kind of the beginning of the next generation, am I right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. But uh, you know what? You should uh, sit up one of your pies with Retro Pie and uh, start doing some old school gaming on it. And uh, it, this week, I have learned that uh, Google Hangout will sometimes spontaneously uh, lose its connection between the two parties. And then when it comes back, the uh, automatic camera angles breaks 
forcing you to have to manually switch back and forth between me and Isn't Brian. That fun? Isn't that fun? So that is why the camera is not quite as slick uh, as it normally is for this episode. Thank you for bearing with that, all um, zero of you uh, watching this. That's right. And, and I've also learned that uh, apparently it is blasphemy to think that uh, Hotel California is a boring song. <laughs> hey, I can, leave you with, I can leave you with one thing to tie this and the other show together, though. Okay. From yesterday. You ready for this? Anybody out there, maybe they can win a t-shirt if they can understand this. Two wrongs don't make a right, but two mono stereo or two mono records make a stereo. There you go. There you go. That just happened. That just happened. That just happened. Uh, anyways, once again, thank you, everyone. You can learn more about that on TBRN.net. <laughs> that reminds me of me some mutant chickens. When I was in high school, a friend of mine was taping a you know vinyl record to his reel-to-reel tape, and when he got done, he realized, oh shit, I only got the left channel. Oh, that's the worst. Started from scratch. Rather than starting from scratch, he did the other channel separately, you know, overlaying, you know, sound on sound, so to speak. Oh. And they were off by a hair. So he had this wicked echo. This wicked phasey <laughs> You had to do the it. whole album again anyways. It would take it the same time to have just done it right. Of course. He didn't but save any time there. He did not save any time doing that. That is so stupid. Even if it he worked. Was a kid. He was a kid. And there was no logical reason to do that. Maybe, oh my he, was God. On, maybe he was on Mushroom Radio. I, I, think, I think so. Maybe <laughs> it was did. an album on Mushroom Records. Um, right. <laughs> there we go. Anyways, oh thanks uh, everyone for listening. Uh, be sure to check out on HBRadio.com. And heatfmradio.com because we got uh, Vamp coming on tomorrow. And uh, we got, oh, on nhbshow.com on Wednesdays, got Damon and Liam hear about all the adventures of peeing in people's asses. And uh, then on uh, Saturday night, uh, the five hit with Dune, heatfmradio.com. Sunday, 6 8 Eastern, here on nhbradio.com, the Dune and Bob Show. Uh, oh, wow. I wonder if Hyperterminal will, Hyperterminal will work with this. <laughs> Oh, tune into the next Venison Stew and find out on <laughs> some place that won't promote us. So That's fuck right. you, TBR. I got to play Lord. <laughs> Thank you everyone for listening. Good night. Ciao. Guys, right, see ya. <laughs> Later. Yeah, that's how you do this.